It is another episode of What Do I Do Now, Season 2. And to commemorate, I actually went live on my Instagram at the real 6 and number 5 and shared with my listeners, my followers, and now with you, my audience, on my podcast, what this first year was like for me. And I have a special guest that joins me, so you may recognize the voice. But if you don't, I'm going to walk you through it anyway. So, with no further ado, here's my What Do I Do Now podcast one year later. All right, we back. We back. Um, we're going to try this again. Um, for those that missed the first little try at it, it's all good. You know, I'm going to get right back to it. So, I'm going to give it a few seconds for folks to fall back in. So, um, I appreciate y'all being with me. Um, it's, you know, it's going to be something real dope. I promise. This is a celebration. So, I got my glass here. I'm celebrating because um, it's... Um, my passion project that I turned into, um, something that's so much bigger than me now. Um, and I definitely wanted to bring back the first guest that I had on the podcast and, um, just talk to them briefly, um, about their experience with it. Cause we have both never done anything like this. I mean, I've, listen to folks and everything of the sort, but I hadn't, you know, put pen to paper. I hadn't, you know, actually done any, anything like this. I mean, produce on the radio is a lot different. Um, but this, um, it's a different monster. It's a different beast. So I was handling it a little differently. So, you know, I was, I just kept pushing it off, kind of delaying it. And um, when it finally got to that point where I'm like, all right, it's time to get this done. Um, I had a laundry list of people I wanted to holler at. And my first guest was my second person on the list. But I knew I wanted to talk to them first because um, of Gump's story being incredibly amazing. I definitely wanted to make sure um, I got it and getting it from her versus reading it. Like, it's just like. When you know someone, you know their story, it's different. But a lot of these people, I wasn't aware of. There's a lot of these people that I, this may have been like our real first, real interaction through this podcast. And um, I'm seeing a lot of people check in now. So thank you for checking in. I see she's joined real quick. I'm going to see if I can pull her up because I know she had just hit me. See if this will work this time. I switch phones. I'm on. I'm on the 12 Pro now, so we shouldn't have no issues. I'm hoping it works. Um, if it don't, we you know we still gonna rock. We are gonna do what we need to do. Or I may just have to call. There we go. Can you see me? I can see you now. Hold on. One year ago. Cheers. Oh so, wow. Can you hear me? Hold on. I, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, she had to leave, so she's going to be right back. But I will be talking to the first person I put on the podcast, um, Gump, officially known um, on our social media platforms. But um, that is Mrs. Carrie Green that um, I talked to. And the whole premise, if you guys haven't checked out the podcast, please do so. But the entire premise was just like when you come to a – life change, a life experience, um, a happy event, traumatic event. Um, you just try to figure out 
what do I do now? Because we've all come to that point. Um, me personally, I've had like six or seven since we started the podcast. So I've been very, very fortunate to have not only been transparent through the podcast, but also taken some from each episode I put out. Um, and the first episode was by far, and right now still is the most listened to episode. Um, and you back, and you back. Hold on. I'm going to get you right back in there. I'm going to get you right back. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Hold on. Because I, yeah. I can't hear you. Hello. You got yeah. me? Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, my God. Okay. Okay. There we go. Hi. <laughs> oh, we back again. Hi, babe. How you doing? I'm okay if I can actually hear you for a second. Oh, no. You, you, you can hear me now. I can hear you, but it's cut now. Let me turn my wife. All right. Make sure if I need to put my AirPods in, I'll grab them joints. Congratulations on a year. Thank you very much. Thank you. We'll drink to that briefly. Cheers. So let's walk this back because I've seen some of my other guests come through here as well. And I, I didn't like you're the only person I told like that this is gonna happen. And I put on the Instagram live uh story real quick. All right, so go back a year. Because mm -hmm. I think we had talked maybe the week prior. Mm -hmm. And it was like, hey, I'm getting ready to do something, and I know you don't know me from Adam, but I want to <laughs> talk to you about gumption raw and what you shared with the world so tell me your thought process before you even did the episode i was so nervous i'm nervous right now like i'm not good with this stuff we can sit and bust it up and talk and vibe like that but like the on-camera on-air stuff i'm so nervous so i spent like a week being scary like oh this is gonna be bad it's gonna be terrible how many times did I text you, like, is the episode okay? If you need me to redo it, let me know. Yeah, you was, and that, I think that comes off with making sure you come off the way you want to be received. And I think, okay. you know, we always want to make sure we put our best foot forward, but I think with the initial episode, the premiere episode, being as raw and vulnerable as it got in certain times, I mean, mm -hmm. you, I couldn't sit here and go back, oh, yeah, let's re-record that. I'm like, I want the real nitty gritty and that's what you gave me and for those that don't know um briefly give them like a 20 second synopsis of um your episode like what was your episode really centered i'd, I'd rather hear from your own words it was about for those who don't know my husband passed away four years ago in july so it's just about our love our family grief healing the future you had some loss with your grandparents as well. So we kind of, you know, vibed on that. Yeah. And it really to dig into like that year first and seeing how that was. And, you know, I was like, so what, like I was asking you questions about like, how'd you know like he was the, the one? And cause I'm just like, I'm, I'm terrible at, it. I'm, I'm terrible at <laughs> conversations all the time with how trash my game is, mm -hmm. but getting to the nitty-gritty like and even doing the follow-up episode where we did an instagram live like this and i'm seeing people that were on that one as well 
Um, where did where did that put you in a space? Because I mean, we have conversations where when when the kids the who we got to show love to them. Your daughter just had a birthday. Happy birthday to her. Thank you. Out to your son who's killing the football field, the cross field, anything with a ball he is eating right now. Shout to them. Um, that was that episode. Initially, you know, it kind of shook shook a few things up at the house. Like there were conversations that were had. Correct. Yeah, that that episode really triggered my daughter. She struggles a lot. So just, she was proud of me, but it brought up a lot of feelings for her. But we got through it. And that's a real raw emotion that I didn't want to, you know, disrespect by any means. And I don't think mm -hmm. at any point in time we ever got to that point where it was just like way overwhelming. But it, oh, yeah. the, for a child that is, you know, growing up in the world and seeing, you know, when Father's Day come around, when birthdays come around, because he just had a birthday. It's, you know, it's it's different. It's difficult. And for someone that doesn't have that experience, I can't sit there and tell them like, oh, I know what I'm doing. And this, I can't do that. I think that's just insensitive. But you being the amazing mom that you are, you were saying that like the day after, you know, your husband's unfortunate passing, you went straight to, I need to make sure my kids are good. And mm -hmm. you started taking the necessary steps for that. And mm -hmm. I definitely got to, again, commend you for that and continuing to make sure that, you know, their dad was not just, you know, your husband, that was their father. And you make sure that they still have his presence and the picture you had with your son holding the picture right oh. next to him. Wow, man. Like, that's Listen, just I've never seen a picture of him and I was like, he looks like his dad. He came out the womb looking like me. That shit killed me. <laughs> killed me. But I loved it. It yeah. made him happy. He loved it. Yeah, and then I remember on the follow-up episode that we did, you know, on, on this platform right here, we just did Instagram Live and just, you know, talked it up. And I'd asked you, um, what do you think love for you looks like in the future? Do you think there's even an opportunity for someone to come in and, you know, be someone to you, not in the same vein, but someone that has their own lane. That's just like, Hey, here's who I am. I'm never going to disrespect your husband, anything like that, but I want to build with you. And you were just like, you were kind of eh, um, just not really sure at the time, mm -mm. but I ain't trying to throw, I ain't trying to put nobody on on front street, but somebody's happy these days. Happy baby, happy. He's so great. You have someone new in your life who is really taking care of business. Yes. From the like. side that we've had to just like saying like I'm not gonna miss the streets. Um, you. <laughs> there is nothing for me on them streets, baby. Nothing. I feel you. The the streets will, will be forever changed. They're they're, they're better now, but I'm absolutely happy that you have found someone that is truly treating you the way you deserve to be treated. That honors you. That respects you. That knew the dates that were going to be harder for you, mm. and mm. on those days and make sure like you weren't alone. And right. you got credit where credit is due. Like that's that was a beautiful situation. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing the kids whenever, whenever y'all get down here, I'm rolling oh, out. Turn up. I know it's coming. I know it is. Gonna I know it. I'm not worried about that, but, um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that part of life. 
Um, and, seeing, and seeing, finally getting to meet him and the whole nine. And I just want to thank you for it. Seriously, I've said this so many times to you privately. I'm going to say it to you publicly for taking a chance and making your first media experience on my platform that is truly taking legs and run off in a whole different direction that I could have even started. Like your honesty, your truth is um, more than amazing. And I'm mm-hmm. thankful, so, 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 so thankful for trusting me with yeah. your honesty, with your vulnerability, with everything. I, I'm forever, forever grateful. I, I, my dear, I've already sent the bottles on. I, you, you know, you know it's love. You know it. Is. I know, I know. Thank you for having me, though. This was so good for me. Like, you don't know how good it was to like actually put myself out there because it's something I really struggle with. So, us doing this together, I love you for life. Forever. <laughs> That's real. Um, you got to um give the kids my best. Um, give the new boo my best because I'm looking forward to hopefully meeting him in the near future. Yes, definitely. Yeah, we got we got more more uh, more life to continue to live. And um, happy birthday to Nev. Thank you. Yes, Davion, bad ass. Um, he just <laughs> he was laying hands on kids the first day of his new school. I'm like, bro, this is not a good start to five. But what did they do to him? We're gonna work it out. <laughs> <laughs> but what did they do to him? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just, hey, man, we got to keep our hands to ourselves. (laughs) The uncle in me just like, I love you. I'm just, I had to tell him like, man, happy birthday, but I'm so disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to keep your hands to yourself, but it's Mm -hmm. all good. Um, He'll he'll figure it out. He always does. But I'm just like, my man, day one, this can't, we ain't got no many uh, other daycares we ship you off to, so <laughs> relax. <laughs> but my dear, it's been a pleasure. I love you for life. This is this is um, truly been a journey that I'm grateful that I got to start with you, and I I've been in constant contact with you ever since. It's been a real, real friendship relationship that we've built a partnership and i cannot wait to see what the years and decades and lifetimes to come will look like i'm waiting for the wedding invite i cannot wait um so wait i think he's in here yeah i know i'm jumping way way jumping the gun but i love this part of life for you so (laughs) if i can't have it you're gonna goddamn have it You, yes, so I'm I'm happy for you. I Thank am you. just I'm overjoyed about having one year ago and us trying to figure out like what day to do the follow up on because there was so much going on civil unrest and trying to figure out our yes. right, feed the room. We got to do it here. Being sensitive, yes, it was crazy. We yeah. did it though. We did it. Um, again, thank you. I'm gonna see if I can grab like one or two more people. Seeing some other people hop in, okay. so. Thank you very much. You're welcome, baby. I will talk to you very, very soon. All right. Congratulations from me and Nick Cannon. Look at you. <laughs> you are- Thank you very, yeah. very much. Yeah. I appreciate it. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my sister, my very, very amazing friend, Gump, um, who joined the chat. I'm going to see if I can grab one more person as I've seen them jump in right now let me see if they still on here not they not in right now 
popping. It's all good because I seen him earlier. Um, shout out to Ashley that popped in. Shout out to uh, Colin Spedaway the third that popped in. Um, I've had a lot of great guests um, all season long, and now I'm on my second season right now. It's just been an amazing, amazing, amazing journey, and I definitely want to make sure I acknowledge all of the guests that have um, been on the platform. So give me one moment as I pull everything up. Um, I got to first give a shout out to Gump, of course, again, for starting this entire thing with me. Um, I, I just, I just, I can't thank her enough for um, everything she's brought to the table um, in regards to starting this and taking it to the next level. Um, Bree, who is my sister for life. Bree is an incredible human being who took the pandemic and switched it up and now is doing a non-for-profit um, with high school athletes, you know, and giving them media training. Um, her episode was called Crossover, so definitely check that out. Uh, Naima Abdullahi from huh, Revolt, doing uh, Central Ave, doing so much amazing work. Uh, Freelance 311 Alive here in the Atlanta area. Her episode was called Innovate. Um, Brandon Pope. I can't say enough about Pope. Um, just an incredible classmate. I, I got on my ball state back early with him. And throughout the entire course of the season, I was in it a lot. But I definitely made sure that I showed love to my ball state media compadre in Chicago, holding it down. Um, just doing an amazing job. He's doing stuff with Ebony Magazine now. So, yeah, um, just a lot of great stuff. I have to show love to the first episode to have more than one co-host. <laughs> um, co so, Kirsten White, Kyrie Shockley, Brad Gray. And that was our, like, last weekend together before Brad took his job up in Chicago. And shout to Kyrie, who hosted um, later episodes. Shout to Kirsten. Shout to my sister for starting an amazing app. Um, oh, amazing. Kat Polavoda, self-made her episode about being an entrepreneur and having to retool her entire business due to COVID and getting your storefront. But now you got a pandemic where you got regulations and staying safe and, you know, just being a plus size activist and a body positive activist, just amazing. Ashley Gonzalez, who I saw earlier in the live, um, just an amazing human being who better on themselves. And when I tell you she is running the hell out of Posh Peanut now, couldn't be more proud of her. Um, Rashawn Ali. Oh, so my first time meeting Rashawn was the first, uh, was the last day I was in Atlanta the first time. And it was at Poncho's, having margaritas. And she was just happened to be there. And I took a picture with her. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I've never shot LA. Like, it's crazy. And to have grown closer with her, to have produced her during the pandemic, um, and to see how her whole media profile has elevated so much. I, Rashawn, I love you so much. And your episode inspires me even to this day. Ryan Cameron, what can I say? There's not enough words um, to even give credit to what he gave me um in his episode um it was just amazing because what he had went through and everything we had encountered together 
and even his own health battle was incredible, remarkable. And I'm just grateful he is still here with us in the land of the living, doing incredibly well. Um, I did a halftime episode um, to kind of keep people up to date on what's going on. Shahid Dent, um, an incredible black man here in the Atlanta area who basically stopped a potential shooting, a potential homicide from happening. And how people are trying to change the narrative and saying like, oh, he was doing it for clout. And it wasn't ever the case. And I, I'm so glad that he was able to share his story. And I was really the only outlet that he talked to about it. I'm just very, very grateful for that. Um, Colin Spedaway III, um, his service one, because he decided to go into serving his community in Selma, Alabama. And I got to give him a, a lot of credit for what he's doing in his community and deciding to reinvest instead of, you know, going to a big city, instead of going to a bigger market, he's like, I'm gonna make sure my hood is good and incredible. Brandon Wood, my guy from the Mo. Wow. What a, <laughs> it's crazy how we have these conversations as kids, as high school seniors and to now interview him and get his story and figure out where he's going in life was, amazing and how he's really put on for Kokomo internationally, which is something that I'm truly, truly grateful to be a part of um, in, in a distance, but also be a part of, you know, arm and arm. I'm glad I got to see him this past May, um, you know, in the middle of the pandemic when I went out to Arizona. Scooter, um, that's what everyone in the mo knows him. Vincent Quarles, um, coming from a person that was incarcerated for an extended period of time and being able to get a valuable life lesson from this individual. I, I can't say enough. Please check out that episode entitled Hope. Um, and then at the end of season one is when I got vulnerable. Um, it's when I finally talked about my relationship that ultimately moved me to California and what happened that, you know, when it was great, what happened when it wasn't so great, um, sharing the wins and the losses just in that and what I've learned from that. And then also um, a very public meltdown that I had um, Mother's Day of 2020, which was all the negative things that had been said about me coming to roost all at the same time. And, you know, we got through it. We maneuvered through it. And it wasn't easy. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that all the things that I talked about in that episode inside of ownership, you know, made a dent in anything or changed anything, but I'm glad I was able to be open with it. And at one point in time it was the most listened to episode and I know why. So cheers to that. So took some time off and, um, I wanted season two to be special because I learned a lot from my from my first season. I learned a lot. Um, I learned that the best episodes were the ones I was really just allowing people to speak. As much as I want to interview people, as much as I want to ask you something, there are people that literally just need to be heard finally. And my first episode being on, excuse me, um, 
very, very special to me because I learned something. Um, it's my mom. <laughs> Shout out to my mom, Miss Barbie, for those that don't know. Um, talking about motherhood and to getting to the place where she tells me in detail, like when she found out she had me, who she called, all things I never even asked her. Um, I use this platform and we had this very candid conversation where she lets me know that she's looking for, you know, a, a granddaughter one day. She, she was expecting me and my brother to both be girls and my nephew who had his fifth birthday today. Um, she just swore and just knew that she was getting a girl. She, unfortunately, she didn't. So if you want to have a good laugh at my expense, definitely check out that episode um, titled Motherhood Season 2. Um, and initially, let me go back. Um, season two, I wanted the first month, my first four episodes, my first four Mondays in a month, when I came back to be all black women. And I took it upon myself to make that charge because my success in my craft in anything I've done, whether it's been sports, whether it's been media, um, scholastically, whatever the case may have been, there's been a black woman that's made it happen for me. For me to be where I'm at, a black woman made it possible. So the next four, three people on there that month were all black women. And it just so happens I was back in my ball state bag, had to go back into the well. So I talked to uh, Nellie, Nellie Span. She is an incredible hairstylist. Um, she actually saw day one of my radio career um, as I talked to DJ B-Rad, and that was an experience. And to start with the Loud Pack show and get me to where I am now, um, I guess I'll say day one when I took radio even more serious. I loved radio when I first started, but when I finally got with my guys and started to put the team together, that's when it started to really move and ramp up, and we did a lot of amazing things in Muncie. So um, salute to all my Loud Pack Show family, y'all know who y'all are. Um, the next episode was with Aaliyah Blackburn, who recently had gotten married. But also, she also works in a media field. She is a news anchor. And she took a job. And her husband, her fiance and husband, was going to follow her. And I'm like, so basically, you Kamala Harris. Like, you know, you out here making moves and you know, leveling up and he's got to follow you. And we talked about that and, you know, how getting married in the pandemic went and how it was. Like, I think that's a really good personal episode this upcoming season or this season currently. Engagement with Stephanie Peaks, um, Stephanie Woolley, as I knew her, and Stephanie sharing with me the ideals around, you know, just act, voter activism, voter uh, suppression in certain areas, and um, showing how she got from where she was gonna, you know, do law and now in the public service field in the state of North Carolina and what she's doing for the governor's office. Incredible. Um, she came back after a honeymoon and went straight into quarantine because that's when the pandemic happened. So, talking to another married woman about being at home and trying to figure out like, okay, so how's your married life like? And just really being honest with it. And I certainly, certainly appreciate it. Um, I talked to Kokomo business owner, entrepreneur, um, just all around great guy, Ty Gray. We talked about his businesses that he started and how early he started because 
he was 16, like reselling phones and being a cell, cell phone provider. And, you know, I didn't know a lot of things he was sharing. I'm thinking like this man done figured it out. I didn't know he was, you know, taking college courses and not doing well in them and things like that. So that episode is really great as well. Pregnancy with my sister, Morgan Brown, um, another person I've followed on social media for like probably three, three years now. I'll probably say three. And when I tell you, this person has been like incredibly, credibly dope, but I under I unlocked so many more levels of dopeness for this black woman. Um, finding out she was having a baby and then having a baby, like in the middle of a pandemic. Um, her bud couldn't be older. I don't, she might be six months now. So it's just, it's beautiful to see. Um, that episode you actually hear in the background, it's really, really dope. Um, shout out to black women again, um, because for her to work in the tech field and be as um, amazing as she is at what she does and to not get the uh, credit she probably deserves is, it's a crime and a shame, but it's all good. Um, and this episode, the following one, um, entitled Parenthood with my guy Zeb Bartolome. Um, it was very, very, um, how can I put this? It reminded me of the first episode where um, Zeb and his uh, son's mother were effectively co-parenting. I never got to meet um, the mother, but I remember hearing about that and just being like, you just, you want to just embrace your brother. You want to make sure he's good, but you don't know how to do that. And then when you want to go about a very, very sensitive subject of an officer shooting um, that hadn't happened in like 12 years in the state of Indiana, in the state of Indiana, and you know, for a son to lose his mom and a community, you know, a family lose their daughter. It was just, it was a lot. And he hadn't talked to any news outlet still to this day. Um, and getting his story, getting to see his son um, via StreamYard. And it was, it was a lot. Um, I really, really am grateful he trusted me with that. Um, I feel that that was my moment where I'm like, this is, it's bigger than just what I want to set out to do. Cause it can change lives. It can do, you know, things that the normal media can't do. And, um, that episode, like it really set a tone for this season that we're currently in. Um, the next episode, Jared Milson, who just had a birthday, I want to say like two Sundays ago, happy birthday again to you, sir. Um, so from being let go as our promotions, um, director at the station I work at now to starting a business and becoming an entrepreneur and developing a brand, um, be a better black man, be a better black woman, be a better black family. Um, it's inspired me to get my LLC and get a few things um copywritten here in the state of georgia so stay on the lookout for that um and then a lot of life events happened and the next episode i did was almost a month later um called hiatus and i wanted to share with 
you all what all was going on. And I lost an uncle, I lost an adoptive grandmother, and I lost a um, high school classmate all in the realm of like two and a half weeks. And it just got bad um, for me mentally. Um, it led me to seek out professional help. And that's what I did. So I'm still seeing a counselor um, and getting that taken care of and taking care of that mental aspect um, daily. And that's something that um, it's, it's a ever-changing um, learning experience for me. I don't have the same day twice. Um, there are high days, there are low days, there are days where I'm just like, I'm just glad to get home. Um, but we're taking this, um, one day at a time, step by step. And I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful that I got a lot of positive reception to that episode. I got a lot of, um, text messages after that one. So, um, for those that are still wondering, I am good. I'm in um, a lot better shape than what I was missing all those Mondays where you're just like, Hey, so where's the new episode? It's, it was on the way. I was just dealing with a lot. And um, I didn't. I don't want to be married to the idea. Like, I try to say every single Monday, I want to give you guys great content. I want to give you guys great stuff to, you know, be able to listen to and share with, you know, those who care about, those that you love. Um, but the reality for me at the time is I couldn't bring myself to, even to the platform until I was good and ready. So that's where that came from. Um, the next episode, I actually talked to a mental health expert, one of my closest friends, and another out the Ball State bag, um, Kaylin Guiding. Um, I talked to her, and you know, we just really had real talk because Black people in the Black community and therapy, um, we need it. Um, I think it's a lot less taboo now, but to really have someone that is in your age range, and a lot of my listeners are between the age of 25 and 34. In that you know millennial age and millennial age, and trying to figure out what's going on and how we can move about it, and I feel like we're having a lot more conversation about it. But that episode was strictly about that, um, and even for the black health professionals, what how do they cope? How do they get by? And that was the um, premise of counseling. And then most recently, that dropped yesterday, um, the day before. The anniversary was my episode with Nick Cannon. I was had the privilege and honor of interviewing him um, on the radio um, through that avenue. And I'm like, I got to put this on the platform. And because he has his new show that is premiering next Monday, September 27th, um, I, I mean, it, it just seemed right. And I still have a lot more guests um, to come and it's not I don't want it to turn into like this big name thing It's not a big like a grab because I think there are so many great guests I've had that people you've never heard of but their story will change your life and they've changed my life for the better and I want to continue to keep giving y'all this content um, as long as I can because I think we all need it um, personally I didn't listen to podcasts before I started doing it um, I listen to a few now but for the most part, I want to stay in my own lane. I don't want to sound like this guy. I don't want to be Joe Budden. I want to be um, Ebro. I don't. I don't want to be anybody else outside of Sam Sermons. I, I don't. I want to be the best Sam Sermons I can be, and I'm trying to do that with this platform. Um, there's a lot of people that have asked to be interviewed, and I'm putting them on the calendar. We're gonna get it done. So um, to Kevin Thornton, please bear with me. I, I, we tried to do it last week and just had some technical difficulties. 
But, um, you know, we just, we're going to get it done. And I want real stories to be shown and shared and on this platform. So for everyone that subscribes to be in 10 different countries outside the United States to be, I want to say the exposure rate is in 35 out of the 50 states. Um, it's in, I'll say it again, because a lot of people just don't get it. I've not done anyone else's podcast. I don't pay for ads. I don't, um, I, I, I've not spent any money into this as of yet. It's literally just been me. I produce it, direct it, edit it, the whole nine. It's, I'm my own black company. It's my black business that I'm very, very proud of um, that has gotten great reception. And I'm grateful that it has. I'm grateful for the large population in Georgia um, that subscribes. I'm grateful for the Indiana being my second largest. I'm glad for California being my third. Like, I'm just, I'm grateful that it's not just in one stationary place. I'm glad people are sharing it. Um, I'm grateful that you all are even tuned in right now to get this many people almost midnight. I'm grateful because y'all could have, y'all could do anything else in the world. But I'm just very, very grateful that y'all are tuned in to this platform because especially to me and i promise to keep giving y'all great content that you can listen to and they're not ever going to be long i don't ever want to be long with and have you in the car for like two hours i don't see that's just not i don't want to listen to me for two hours but um i'm just grateful that y'all tuned in y'all rock with me and um i just have a lot more coming so so one year to all the people that are on the live right now to all the people that have watched this later on IGTV, um, I thank you. I appreciate you. I'm looking forward to seeing what another 365 looks like. Um, 36 episodes, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But hey, it's a lot more than one. Because, yeah. It, it, and if you're thinking about doing a podcast and I want to leave you with some type of. Um, inspiration or something like that if you want to do this i say go do it um there's not a limit there's not a gatekeeper to podcasts like there is with radio um there you can literally change the world and change lives all over the world if you choose to i want y'all to chase and pursue everything that's inside of you manifest it into something that you want to do and hit me up if you need help i'm not above being reached out to i'm not above a dm response um there are people that are hitting me up now for interviews that i would have couldn't have gotten a response back from a year ago but it's all good everything happens in time and when you build it they will come so to another year of more life um more success um to all the struggles that are upcoming that we're going to overcome together to all the hurdles that we're going to run into but we're going to jump over those and to all of the champagne to enjoy. Y'all have a good night.